0: Hot mic ready to go. Jim Scarcelli, Dennis Fithian. Wednesday. And as always, we're here to talk about the latest to Michigan football and Michigan
1: sports. Scar, good to see you. What's up? Man, we're just, uh, we're fired up. We won this championship and uh, it's, it's crazy that we got drama and uh, we're going to get into it. And um, it's disappointing.
0: Drama. Well, I think you're talking about what we're going to lead off with. We will get to what the rivals in the Big Ten are thinking about with the B's and Blue. We will speculate, have Scar speculate, on what Michigan staff could look like right now, what it could look like uh, next year. But we start with none other than the man at the top, and that is Jim Harbaugh. And the latest today, just looking, there. You know, yesterday you, if you're watching every second of this, you probably were on pins and needles. It, it had a feel like, you know, you had a, a morning report that the, that the chargers and, and Harbaugh were within striking distance. And then the, they were just hammering out some of the staff details and that, boy, that sure sounded like, well, they even said like they're close to the finish line. I'm, you know, paraphrasing some of those uh, NFL insiders and what they had to say. About an hour ago, there was um, a, a story from The Athletic. A reporter said that, that Harbaugh was going to meet with the Falcons today for a second interview, but that reporter said that that second interview with the Falcons will not happen today. So I don't know if you want to – what do you want
1: to read into any of that? I mean it could mean that the, the the charger deal and Jim said, "You know what? Let's just do that." It could mean that uh Jim in Michigan uh maybe they redid some language in there and the lawyer said, "You know, we can maybe work this thing out." So, scars going on record this saying this. I don't I don't I don't believe that Jim Harbaugh uh pounded the table wanting to be a pro football coach, okay? After cuz I think it would if 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 that's what he wanted to do, it would have been done 2-3 days after the championship game. I mean, you win three big 10 championships in a row. You win a national championship. He's a marketable guy. Everybody's would want that guy. Somebody would have offered him a job if that's what he really wanted to do. So my thing is, you know, everybody's talking about what, you know, who the next coach is, but Ward, Ono get Jim taken care of. I think it would have been done and over if that was Jim's sole objective. I know a lot of people in uh, f- former players and media are saying, Oh, they're tired of him wanting to go, uh, you know, uh, look at pro jobs. I think that's all a product of the Jim Ward relationship, Chris Partridge, all of that. And, uh, but Denny, I think there's uh, there's something that's, I think there's 17 Big Ten football teams that if Jim Harbaugh leaves, they're going to be having a celebration because the best coach, you can make the argument he's the best coach in the country. If he leaves Ann Arbor, there are gonna be a lot of people uh having some cakes and and, and raising a glass that they don't have to face that guy anymore. And no, and no one bigger than down in East Lansing or in Columbus. Okay. And, and they're gonna be they're gonna be happy. Ryan Day, and I'm gonna take it to the grave until I hear otherwise that Ohio State was the people that investigated and initiated and brought all this mud out there. So they can thank themselves. I think others can thank Ohio State for that. And I think the guy at, at, at Michigan State now, if Jim leaves, couldn't have ran into a better uh, timing situation to not, to not have to deal with uh, with Jim Harbaugh. So uh, I'm hoping that that doesn't happen, but um, you know there's uh there's there, there's that that's what's going on. There's going to be a, a lot of people happy if uh, if Jim if Jim is not around so,
0: some of that makes sense, and, and some of it doesn't when it comes down, you know, listening to, you know, Harbaugh's network, and that's, you know, his his friends, associates, and a, a lot of them have that same narrative that you have, that, boy, you're just not getting in line and, and getting behind the coach and fighting for him tooth and nail if he's going to sign this thing and, and keep this going in Ann Arbor. So that's why he has to go out and leverage them by going through this dance with the NFL. The only problem with that is that if, if, if that is really true, that is he has had to light a fire under everybody after everything that they went through this year and then got to the finish line, if they weren't ready to at the parade to get behind him, to have this and say, look, yeah, we'll guarantee the contract. If the NCAA comes after it, sure, you're worth that. Even if they put some show clause that you you are you know suspended and Michigan has to eat it, he's worth it. If I'm really thinking that they were like, no, we're gonna have to protect ourselves and we're not like any you of know, the people are like, well, that's a smart move. That's not a smart move to be dicking around your coach if um you know you're you're if there's a chance that he'll jump to the NFL. So none of that part. Like is Michigan that bad election? Like people say, yeah, I guess they're that bad in the administration. I don't think they're going to be that bad. And the other part, you know, when he's going to the NFL is like, I, I, he's done it before. Is he, is he always doing it like that? Is that what went on in Minnesota? He sat down and he turned up his nose like, no, I was just trying to get a little extra here. You know, I can only believe so much when it comes down to that. I'd like to believe that, actually. Scar. I'd like to believe all that. But I, I have a hard time. You know what would be the best move for Harbaugh? If he was up on that celebration and everything else when he was reading Hamlet, I mean Shakespeare or whatever it was, and he said, I'm challenging the administration and I'm challenging the president right now. If we want to kick this thing going, get that contract on. Put the sweeteners in there. Make me the highest paid coach. Not having his buddies and his network and all this doing the bidding—that would have been the
1: smart what, move. What, what buddy? Hang on. What 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 buddies and network? What are you talking about, buddies and network? I thinking,
0: I'm not saying because you're not actually doing that, Scar. I don't know. You know, his—he's uh, got an agent now uh, in in Yee what, Yee that's right. going around. That's part of what they do. He does have friends that like to talk to. Oh. Michigan insiders, like, you know, John Bacon, where does he get his information from? Probably somebody that's close to Jim Harbaugh. Well, that's, well, that's almost, I'll just say this, Scar, that is almost telling, uh, Bacon is almost like chapter and verse in what you're saying. And I know someone that almost is chapter and verse talking about, oh, it's, it's just Michigan, they can't get out. It's the same thing. I'm just saying, if that's his approach from day one, he should have come out and and put everybody, you know, call him out on the carpet. Well, you, and, you think he should? It this
1: way. So you, you think I don't he, like his approach. So you think he should shred the fact that he does not trust Ward Manuel because that's of right. the way he handled Chris? You think he should say that publicly? That's and right. potentially have to work with the guy again if they get this stuff. No, see, that's that's not what he's doing. You want him to call out the leadership. That's right, because they he failed Chris Partridge, and the way that was well, that's not what he's doing. He's not gonna, he's not bad, gonna. Bad uh, move by him. Bad okay, well, move that, by that, him. Yeah, I can understand why he's not doing it. He's but, chopping
0: out his own legs if he really wants to be at know, Michigan. He's coming I out. Think like he,
1: listen, I think it's all about. I think it, it's it's about this Partridge. You know this this still this Stapleton thing in the background. Where's call the call him out, Joe? Call Stapleton out by name. That's what yeah, he should have. You done. know, where's this? You know, is, and he just questions how much fight, Ward, and loyalty he has in him. You know, so and, and is Ono going to step up and be there for him? You know, you got the best coach in football. And how do we screw that up, man? How do we screw this up? Three championships, three championships in a row. I think and, you have to uh,
0: ask yourself if you really believe all of that. I mean, so you do believe all of that. I yeah, I believe, I, I
1: believe if Jim Harbaugh was firmly set that he wanted to be a pro football coach after winning three big 10 championships a national championships that it would have been in the it would have been lined up in 3 days after winning that championship he'd have been gone it would have been over the fact that this thing is being hung up and dragged on is because michigan's reluctance to to and, and, you know to give him what he thinks he needs not financially i know you want to keep beating up this financial thing i don't think he's putting a gun to their head about finances either I think it all has to do with fight, loyalty, trust, Chris Partridge, and all that other stuff. That's what, thats what, in my gut, I think is the biggest thing.
0: Well, in my gut, it could be both. And apparently Michigan wants to make him the highest paid coach in college football. And it seems like the Chargers, according to reports, are going to give him a Sean Payton-type uh, contract, which will make him the highest paid coach in the NFL. So for a guy that, well, it's not about money, it's about this or that, he's going to get them both. So... I'm not, you know, I don't want to really listen to anybody talking about it's it's not about money because the money's there. So I mean, if he was like, you know, if he took like uh, some gigantic discount at Michigan and then got everything, it'd be like, oh, well, hey, you know, it really wasn't about the money. Or you know, he goes to the NFL and you know he's going to go with to make it sound ridiculous, you know, eight million, you know, dollars, which is half of what those other guys. They're like, well, it really wasn't about the money. It's he's getting more money than anybody else, so. It is part of that money. I happen to think that there's a, you know, he's maniacal and and it helps him. You know, like he's got to wake up and he's got to have a fire under himself. You know, he doesn't like how the administration, he didn't like the president, he didn't like the AD, he didn't like the regents, he didn't like these guys pulling for him. And he wants this done. And then for the NFL, you're talking about it could have just been three days. I think when he gets to those NFL, I think he gets a little bit like he remembers what it was before. He wants all of the I's dotted and T's crossed in the NFL, and they have not given him that. Like the Chargers went in there, mm-hmm. and it looks like, you know, Jim wanted his own OC. They want their offensive coordinator. That's what looks like there might be a little bit of breakdown yeah. there.
1: I don't know. I'm not in that interview. Pardon? I don't know. Apparently, you are. I'm not in the interview. I don't know what, you know, what the breakdown was there.
0: Well, no. look, read some of the reports, Gar. That's what it is. They're not just allowing him to go ahead and have carte blanche and pick everything that he wants, get the most money in the NFL and pick every hand picked assistant that he right. wants. They want a little bit of their influence on uh, there. Good luck, good luck finding a coach. You're not just
1: handing it to him. Yeah. Good luck finding a coach. If you want to tell him who to hire as an offensive coordinator, good luck with that. Cause that's crazy. You know, especially you know, guy like uh, an offensive guy like Jim. You know, you know what he wants to run. He's not going li- to listen to some other guy. But uh, you wouldn't think so, would you? No. But anyway, Danny Wheat, listen, man. You know, like, we go ahead. What else? Uh, what else did you have there? But you know, we talked about we talked about being born on third base last week. I wanted to finish up with some things, Danny. I, I, maybe we're unclear on what I think that means. All right to not be born on third base means to take over a crummy program, a loser program. Like Jim did at San Diego, like Jim did at Stanford, like Jim did when he was uh, with the 49ers. Uh like Lance Leipold did at Buffalo. Blew it up, turned it around, make that's then he went to Kansas and won. Those are guys that I ultimately respect. Okay? I don't particularly respect a guy who takes over someone else who built the program, okay? That's why when they say Ryan Day was born on third base, that's what that means. You took over a program that with tradition and history and everything in, for you there to recruit, and then not only that, they were on. Uh, they had great players on the roster. That's born on third base. So I want to make. and then, you know, Nick Saban was not born on third base ever. That guy built Toledo. Take a look at what that guy did. You made a comment about saving, and at Michigan State he won too, so that's something that is is big in my mind about uh, you know the future of Michigan. Now listen, we got some great coaches there on staff. Go ahead. I
0: think there's can be there should be more than than one school of thought about you know how to get the the best coach. Now, I think ultimately I would agree with you. Have somebody that. You know, started out on the ground floor and and worked his way all the way up, like Harbaugh did, like you mentioned, you know, Schembeckler did, you know, through Miami and everything else. But you know, the the truth is, is that there's there's there is more than one way. And the very best coaches in college football right now, they actually have done it the other way, where it'd be closer to might not exactly like Ryan Day in a third base situation, but Kirby Smart. If there's a coach, certainly has more titles than Jim Harbaugh. He was a defensive coordinator. And, you know, he didn't have any head coaching experience, and he woke up with Georgia and everything that they have. When you look at Dabo Sweeney, he just was on Clemson's staff, came from Alabama because he was on third base with Nick Saban, and he just vaulted to the top. Lincoln Riley it was kind of the same thing at Oklahoma. So the b- very best coaches in all of college football right now, save Harbaugh, have had the other approach. So I think you can't just exclude somebody. And with Michigan – Knowing what you know about the assistants and what they've been through and who they've learned under, that should give you a a really good idea. Plus, you know, it wasn't all Sharon Moore, but he actually technically – I know Harbaugh was there and with the game plan and everything else, but he was the one with the headsets. He was the one calling for Michigan to go for it on all those fourth downs against Maryland, against Penn State. He was also technically the head coach – when they beat Ohio state. So, I mean, he's got some experience right, there. I, listen, Denny, I,
1: I have, uh, I have a real good amount of confidence with the, uh, the staff and the people we have there. Okay. But l- let me just say this to you. If you said, all right, Scar, you're the next head coach at Michigan. Jim's leaving. Okay. The number one guy I want to keep on that staff is mentor the defensive coordinator mentor is special in my eyes he's special okay there's i told you there's 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 scheme there's guys that can scheme there's guys that can recruit there's guys that can coach technique and 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 i just think his vision his wisdom as a defensive coordinator you don't find it very often it's hard to get it's hard to get the guy when the team's coming to the line and they beat you with something you haven't seen, and, and can make the adjustment so it doesn't happen again, or makes the adjustment instantaneously. Those are skills that you just can't. Everybody doesn't have. So I would, I would be willing to do. Th- I would be willing to say this to you too. If you and I were drafting coaches off of Michigan staff, like in the backyard, like a pickup basketball game, whatever, I would say to you this. This is how how important I think mentor is. I would say to you, Denny. Give me the first pick. You can take the next four assistant coaches. That's how much I believe in that guy. Okay. So that's I think that the guy. sounds
0: good, but I think that's a little bit simplistic in this because I believe in what you're saying about Jesse Minter. But he took over and McDonald was doing the same thing. I mean, is Minter better than McDonald? And Minter, like McDonald, he looks like he wants to be a pro coach. And if you're really looking at the profile, of a college football coach. They need to be personable. They need to command a room and they really need to be able to recruit and connect with kids. Ask any of your buddies, ask anybody that's been down the practice, what they think of mentor when it comes down to commanding the room or being that recruiter, you know, who every single person out there would pick like, okay, who's dynamic, who's the recruiter, who commands the room? Who's that college football coach that has that personality? Everybody would pick Sharon Moore. Now, that's not a knock on Minter's acumen as a defensive coordinator. He's great. It looks like he's more suited as a DC in the
1: NFL. I'm not sure he has that aura to be a head coach. Yeah, you know, we've had some pretty good def- uh, offensive coordinators. One of them won the broils, Josh Gaddis. He won the broils, too. He, how's he doing? And we, we lost Matt Weiss. How's he doing? Where's he at? How'd we do without him? We've had three in a row, three championships in a row with different offensive coordinators. So I think there's a there's a lot of guys there that are kind of replaceable in my eyes, replaceable. So, you know, you talk about, I, and I understand the thing you're getting. Maybe he isn't six foot four. Maybe he isn't 220 pounds. I met Jesse Minner. I shook his hand, okay, and I, I watched him coach. And uh, I'm just saying he he's the guy that in my eyes if we don't get him back that's a big concern. That's the that's the guy because when did we start winning? Okay? We started winning when Jim got the defense right. We got rid of Don Brown, we got our defense right. And we got McDonald in there and he had the toughest job cuz he had to retool it. Yeah. Okay? He had to blow up that other system, throw it out. And then get everybody squared away, and and now Minter was actually benefit benefiting from it because he had two years, you know, in that system that or a year already before he, so it was easier for him. And then listen, I I would hope that if Jim does leave, that they would have a great deal of confidence in Clingsdale, and I I, I would hope that we that that he would be the kind of guy that could lead that thing and make those. Split second decisions that you have to do as a defensive coordinator. I know he can coach. I watch him. I know he can recruit. You know, and but you just don't know, Danny. You just don't know. Why does everybody love the offensive coordinator from the Detroit Lions? Is he six foot five and and, and commands a room? I don't know, but he's a freaking wizard when it comes to play calling. Nobody wants to deal with him because they can't figure out what he's doing. I me, I watch games. I watch football games with the Lions with really smart guys that played and coach football. And we can't figure out what the hell he's doing. We all sit there and say, that's the greatest compliment to that guy because we have no idea what Ben Johnson's calling down in distance. Have no idea. Good
0: good point about Ben Johnson. Real good one. Uh, Andres wants to know the Partridge thing. Partridge, when it was um, the Friday, so the eve of the Maryland game, back in uh, November 17th, uh, Partridge was uh, fired. So you want to? You wanted Michigan to not fire him on that Friday. You wanted him to resign. Tell me what you know, like. Harbaugh was upset about that because what he he told some people, "Hey, you know, keep your mouth shut." Or
1: uh, hey, we, we don't listen. We don't know all the details. But maybe, right, we maybe, don't know maybe, all the details. But what? So what's up with it? Well, maybe he doesn't feel that uh, the, the administration fought enough for the guy. You know, that we didn't uh we didn't pound, you know, we didn't stand up for him strong strongly enough. You know, I and mean, you know, Danny, getting back to the head coach, you know, I played for a little five foot seven-inch guy, beckler He wasn't the biggest strappingest dude, and he could command a room. And you know, a guy you can learn how to do some of that stuff. You know, being a head coach is about hiring great assistants, having a vision, you know, having a philosophy, you know, discipline, unity. Unifying, developing that culture—you know, those are things that uh, I don't give a damn how big somebody is, you know—and some of that stuff that's overrated, man.
0: All right, uh, let's. We've got. I want to make an announcement here for those of you. A couple more minutes here on this feed. Now, if you're watching this uh, after the fact, uh, this doesn't apply to you. But if you're watching this uh, live, coming up at uh, 2:35, we're going to go into the film room on. Uh, This very feed, but you have to just jump over and click on the 235. You'll see Scars' uh, face on the thumbnail because we are going to go over the film of the second half of the national championship game, which we're excited to do. But we still do have a minute or two or three left here. Uh, Scar. So we've talked about Harbaugh. uh, Ohio State and Michigan State. Meanwhile, you know, Ohio State is going nuts being able to bring players in left and right obviously the you know they have not enjoyed the last three years and you know michigan state has their new head coach and they're trying to see if they can make some headway while michigan is in
1: i don't know you call it uh, limbo yeah denny i when i look at that i look at what ohio state's doing they got all these quarterbacks all this stuff they're i could care less if harbaugh's back I used to sit there with my coaches, you know, in our staff room after the kids after the season. And, you know, oh, we lost this guy, we lost that guy, and I'd look at my coaches and, and my coach Ward. I said, "We got Ward back, and we got Shield back. We got I got all my coaches back. If we got Harbaugh back, I don't give a damn what they're doing in, in Columbus. We're gonna beat them again, okay? Because our defense is gonna be every bit as good, every bit as good. Period. I tell you that right now. I ain't in any way worried about that." But um, you know, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not so caught up on what you know what they're doing there. They'll find a way to screw it up. Ryan Day will find a way to screw it up. You got it. they've had players for 20 years, they've had players for the last three, four years. We've been down there beating them. Okay, they've had the number one recruiting class. I don't care. We gotta outcoach them, we're gonna out scheme them, we're gonna outdo those things, man.
0: <laughs> uh this is a, a good bit of feedback, Steve. Uh, notices that you do have the, the valiant background. <laughs> and if you do just sit there, it does look like you're wearing a crown. I didn't know what he was talking about, but then I look, you kind of look, and it almost looks like Biggie Smalls because the crown <laughs> is a little bit tilted, actually, Scar. I'm just getting fired up, man.
1: Don't forget our buddy John Wayne, with valiant. Okay, so that's that. Okay, Scar, what do you think of Elson and Clint moving to D.C.'s? You know they're both stud coaches. They've been understudies, counterparts to. They've been in football a long time. You think they could implement? Of course they can. That's why Michigan was so good for twenty years under Schmeckler, and then and then and then Bowler, and then and then Carr. We had the same dang system for forty years. It was it was easy for players. They weren't blowing something up year to year. So those two guys are great coaches. Okay and and i've been a defensive coordinator okay you you have your guy you have your two top he has his guys that you're going to you're going to get your game plan but at, when the game's going on there's the buck has to stop somewhere okay you can't you can't consult when a split second decision has to be made so i would sign on for either one of them i would where they've been and where they've coached i would hope that one of them has the ability to just you know make those split second decisions and get us in the right adjustment because Min- Minter and McDonald have, have did a great job with that. And yes, I am I am totally confident in those two. Period. I, you know, I just I, I would hope that uh, you know if Jim leaves that we would we would fight like hell to keep Minter here.
0: Yeah, you know those reports keep saying that uh, the Minter and Jay Harbaugh would be in tow. To LA, which you know would would hurt, obviously. Clink, uh, you know, he's been the co-defensive coordinator. If you believe Jim, uh, he it has been a collaboration not only during the week but on Saturdays. Didn't tell exactly how that was going out, calling the plays and everything. But you would think Clink, uh, you know, as close as he can, and and maybe he's already had some experience in there and calling some of those plays. And people are like, well, get somebody else from the Ravens system. Clink's been here for the last three years. I mean, he's seen it you know, firsthand. So I would think that there would be nobody more prepared and ready to slide over to the A1A uh, headset
1: and make those calls. Yeah, it would be nice. And Danny, let me just say this. I, I've, I've worked against with coached against with guys that were really, really good public speakers in front of the team, you know, real, they're real great at pep talks. Okay. But they didn't scheme it up very good. You know, they didn't, they, their team was well poorly coached, or whatever. So you know, there's only so much that that you so much emphasis you put on that ability to command a room. Obviously, it's nice. It's nice to be able to do that. I don't know if Bill Belichick is a great, you know, how much uh, char- charisma he has when he's speaking publicly. He's a pretty damn good coach, though. Scar calls it right down the middle. Uh, culture will always trump a bunch of transfer portal millionaires. Eagle all day and and yeah i i'd like to think uh if Harbaugh's back and Denny, listen man if Jim leaves and it's Sharon Moore, i'm all in i'm michigan i'm fighting like hell to support him and um and i and i just I, I i i will i mean period and i and i'm always going to do that and i just hope that uh he can keep keep some guys here and and, and just make great decisions man cuz you, you know so much of being a head coach is about you know hiring the right assistance in developing that culture and keep Ben, Ben Herbertson is so important to the culture. You know, you can't let him go nowhere. And I don't think he would pro pro strength coaches aren't nearly as influential as, as college guys.
0: Good point. Most of the pro guys have their own trainers. That was a, a feedback that Scar was reading from Josh as we were going through it, all right, Scar, we're getting ready for the uh, the film. Any other point here on uh, Harbaugh, Ohio State? Well, and
1: this would be hey, if, if if Jim leaves, this is my thing. You got Doug Mallory as an analyst, slide him if if Minter leaves, slide him Miz as a DB coach. Klinksdale runs the defense, doesn't have a position. You got Roy Manning available, USC let him go. You bring him in to coach the linebackers. If you lose Jay Harbaugh, you got Mike Mallory there as an analyst. He's got a Super Bowl ring. He was a special team coach with the with the uh with the um uh New Orleans. He's your special team coach. We're ready to go. We don't miss a beat if, if Jim leaves with those two guys that's reported. We don't miss a beat. And we're up and running, man. And we're fired up. So um and well, Manning out of, out of Saginaw. I love him. I'd hate
0: to lose you, Scar, but, you know, like you might have to think about being an analyst of some of those guys, uh, you uh-huh. know, move to the, on the field coaches, you know, Scarcelli as an analyst.
1: Uh, you know, why not? Then I told you, I thought about it. It's just too, they work too much, man. Oh, that's right. They work too hard. <laughs> Six to 10, that ain't for Scar, man. Go in there
0: less. and put it in your demand. Say, look. No. You want to go to the poker room for four
1: hours
0: <laughs> every, other, it, day, every no. other day. Every other day. What do you think they're going to be like? No, no, you can't go God, to the that. that
1: ain't it. Let's go. Let's transition, Danny. All let's right. out. All
0: right. We'll, we'll talk with you in just a moment over on the, the other feed as we will go through. And we have the national championship game. I just want to remind everyone to sign up with the maze and Blue Review today. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say we're heated. We're just, you know, passionate. And what we're talking about here, the passion is on the Mazen Blue Review. It is on there on the den all day, all night. Everybody, you know, exchanging thoughts back and forth. What about this? Who about that? Uh, it's all on there. And I am told, uh, you know, that it's, it's very, uh, uh, you know, nice dialogue that isn't always there. When you have some of the other posting boards. Now, that's just what I'm told. I don't know. you could know, like, be the judge on that, but uh, the, the community is uh, like-minded and not a bunch of trolls. All right, go to the and Blue Review today, go to michigan.rivals.com. We'll see you on our other feed here in uh, just a minute or two as we will talk and we will go with the film review of Michigan. Washington and the national championship game.
1: Uh, We'll see you there in, you know, less than five minutes.